0: Welcome to episode 5 of Yoga with Matt. My name is Matt Mulcahy. This practice is called Put Your Arms Up in the Air. The shoulders are our body's most mobile joint and are responsible for many different actions in yoga. In this live 60-minute practice, recorded via an online Zoom class with Yoga Haven in London, you'll explore the action of having your arms overhead, which is also known as full flexion. This steady-paced vinyasa class will eventually lead to a possible exploration of wheel pose and some of its variations. Especially if you spend a decent portion of your day working at a desk, this is a great practice to undo the tension that often builds up as a result of that. I hope you enjoy, and don't forget to review this podcast wherever it is that you listen. If you do, it becomes more available, and more and more people can check it out. This practice starts seated, and two yoga blocks roughly of the same height and a strap could also be useful to have at hand. Enjoy your practice. Alrighty, welcome everyone. Uh, nice to see you. You all this, uh, at least in London, fairly sunny um, Sunday afternoon. Um, so what I have planned for this afternoon's practice. Um, over the last kind of three or so weeks we were um, kind of deconstructing the themes of rhythm and repetition and how they um, can be applied to a vinyasa based practice. So we're gonna shift gears a little bit now and over the course of the next four, maybe six weeks, we're going to focus on the shoulders. So the shoulders are the body's most mobile joints. They do lots of different actions, lots of different things. And we're gonna take our time to kind of unpack what they do and um, how it relates to our practice. A little bit more specifically this week and next, we're gonna look at A group of postures that feature the arms over the head. So this is called full flexion or full arm or shoulder flexion with the arms overhead and generally the family of postures in which this features a lot is slightly deeper backbends. So this is kind of a little what you can expect as we progress throughout the next hour or so definitely take this practice at your own pace there's no obligation to do absolutely everything a lot of you are familiar with how i teach so you take the option and the variation that just suits where you'd like to take it Um, and same goes that if you're working with anything in your body at the moment an injury old or new anything in relation to health conditions then just look after yourself be an intuitive yoga practitioner be your own teacher and also have fun with it as well. Um, So those of you just coming in, if you didn't hear me say earlier, grab a strap and a block or something that resembles that for practice. Um, I thought we could sit for a couple of minutes in some quiet time just to set the scene and then we'll start to move on from there. So any seated position of your liking, it could be cross-legged, it could be kneeling. This is then an invitation to close your eyes if you wish or maybe it's a, a soft gaze your hands and your arms can rest really anywhere that just feels best and, and comfortable. As you settle in, if it takes maybe a couple of slightly deeper breaths, maybe a longer exhale, just to land, to be into this space, to arrive into your body, then that's most welcome. This is really an opportunity for you to settle down, to settle in, to perhaps bring a sense of curiosity of how your weekend has been so far, how your body is feeling this afternoon, the current tempo of your own narrative in this particular seat, in this context. All of these factors allow us to refocus our energy slightly more inward. Fantastic. And then those of you who have had the eyes closed, when you're ready, allow some light back into your gaze. Great. So we're going to start with a strap to begin with. So locate your strap. If you don't have a strap, then you're just going to imagine that you have a strap. Oh, just let this person in. So bring your arms up overhead, and I would probably hold quite a lot of the strap. So a decent kind of, yeah, a decent portion of the strap. And then on an inhale, lift the strap just a little up more towards the ceiling. And as you exhale, start to bring the arms and the strap all the way behind you. So a bit of like kind of shoulder flossing. Then inhale, reach the strap all the way back up towards the ceiling. And as you exhale, bring the strap down and forwards. Great, just continue just like this. Inhale to reach upwards, exhale to come back. Great, continue. Inhale to reach upwards. And then exhale, you're coming forward. Just keep doing this with your own rhythm, your own pattern of breath. When I do this, I like to keep the motions quite slow so I can feel and just digest and and listen to the feedback that's given to me in shoulders, in arms. And this can be really useful as well as, as we progress throughout the practice. So another moment here. Great. There's no rush, but the next time your arms come up overhead, pause there. Just look at your hands and bring the fists just a little behind the shoulders. Not much, just a little. And then firmly hold on to the strap and create the action that you're trying to pull the strap apart. So what that does, it helps to create a bit more tone, a bit more qualities of strength of arms, shoulders, maybe the chest. So another couple of moments to feel that. And then when you're ready, gently release and you can place the strap off to one side. You may or may not need to use it. It's good good to have it at hand. So we'll continue on here. On an inhale, raise the arms towards the ceiling and create fists. Bend your right elbow, place the right fist to the upper back, probably to the neck really. And then left elbow bends, internally rotate it and then slide it mid lower part of the back. If you're quite flexible, try to avoid touching the fists on this particular variation. And then together, draw the fists towards each other and the elbow tips slightly away from each other. So this is an active form of Gomukhasana arms. Your right arm is in part flexion, left arm internally rotated position. So another cycle of breath to feel this. And then keeping the arms where they are, start to fan out the fingers, and if you can, catch a hold of your fingers. If that's not possible, fear not. You can grab a hold of your shirt just so you have something to latch onto. You can also do this with a strap. And then again, draw the elbow tips slightly away from each other. A couple of cycles of breath. Great. To release, inhale, reach the arms up towards the ceiling exhale bring the arms back alongside the body other side inhale reach the arms upwards and create fists bend the left elbow it comes to the upper part of the back right elbow bends rotate it inwards and scoop again if you're quite flexible i know it's tempting but try to resist the fists actually touching just so we can create more of an active tone in this variation it's a nice complement to catching the fingers, which we'll do in a moment. So another breath or so to feel this. So keep the arms where they are, fan out the fingers, and then catch a hold of fingers or your shirt. For me on this side, it literally feels like there is a mile between my two fingers, and in my lifetime, it's unlikely they're ever gonna touch, but that is cool. As long as you're holding onto something, you kind of, you, you can leverage off it. So another breath or so. Then inhale, reach the arms towards the ceiling, exhale, arms alongside the body, come to an all fours position. I would suggest coming to the back or the middle part of your mat, just so you have some space for where we go to next. So keep your knees at about hip width apart, and they're gonna stay roughly kind of 90 degree bend here with the legs, and then start to walk the hands out in front of you and rest the forehead down onto the mat for puppy pose. So it's not quite child's pose in that the angle or the degree of the knees is still at about 90 degrees. It's a couple of moments here to enjoy the arms in an overhead position, perhaps utilizing your exhale to soften the space around shoulders and chest. And then staying in the same position, lift the elbows off the mat just a little. Then press the hands pretty firmly down and without actually moving them, create the action that you're trying to pull them back towards your knees. So this is a more active version of the position that you're in. And what's happening here is the the lats and stuff around side waist and spine is just becoming a little bit more toned, a little bit more active. So you have about a cycle of breath to feel that. Great. When you're ready, slowly walk up back to an all fours tabletop position. On an inhale, arch the chest forward and up. You can lift the gaze if you like. Exhale to round the spine, broaden the shoulders on the back. Come back to a neutral tabletop. From here, come onto your forearms. Bring your awareness to your ribs, draw them in towards each other so you create a little bit of tone on the front part of your core. From here, start to reach the right arm out in front of you with the palm facing the side. With your right fingers, reach forward. With your left forearm, press down and pull it back towards you. So the right lat is lengthening. Left lat is more strengthening here. Take a cycle of breath. This is deceptively challenging. And then right forearm back onto the mat. Same thing other side. Reach the left arm out in front of you. With your left fingers, reach forward. So arm overhead position. Right forearm, press it down and pull it back so you create more tone. Another breath. Left forearm back onto the mat and pop back up to a tabletop position. And just start to walk more towards the front part of your mat. When you get there, tuck the toes onto the mat, take an inhalation. And as you exhale, find downward facing dog, lifting the sitting bones upwards. So when you get to Downward Facing Dog, you are totally welcome to bring any movement that just feels intuitive here. Perhaps some undulations of spine, some pulsing. I mean, even though we're focusing on the shoulders this afternoon, we don't necessarily want to discount other parts of the body. We want to keep this a pretty kind of well-rounded practice. So maybe a little squat into the hips or some bicycling of the legs. And then when you're ready, find a relatively still static downward facing dog for about two cycles of breath. And if you need to bend the knees to make that more of a reality for you, then totally go for it. On an inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose, round the spine and place the foot to the top of the mat. Lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, reach the arms towards the ceiling, low lunge. Exhale to soften a little down. Press the back knee into the mat. Create the action that it's pulling a bit forward. Keep what you feel on the top of the left leg. Then catch a hold of your left wrist with your right hand. Inhale, reach up out of your waist. Exhale, side bend to the right hand side. With the left fingers that are kind of fanned out, create the intention that you're trying to like grab something from the top shelf of your food cupboard you No, know, it could be like chocolate or i don't know a muffin <laughs> you decide another breath inhale come back to center with the arms exhale left hand to the inside of the front foot right arm towards the ceiling beginning lunge twist gaze wherever feels appropriate for your neck Let the inner leg muscles move into the center line. They're not actually going to move, but it's the intention of squeezing the inner legs inwards. Take an inhalation like this. Exhale the hand down, downward facing dog, stepping back. Inhale, shift the weight forward to high plank position. Then use the whole of your exhale to come back to downward facing dog. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to your nose, round the spine and place the foot to the top of the mat. Lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, extend arms up overhead. Exhale, a moment to soften into the lunge. Press the back knee down, pull it forward. Create tone, we want this. Catch your right wrist with your left hand. Take an inhalation here exhale side bend to the left hand side yeah you got it and with the fanned out fingers create the intention that you're trying to reach over and kind of grab something another breath inhale to center exhale right hand down left arm to the ceiling gaze where feels good for you As you rotate the torso, inner legs are moving into the center line as an energetic intention. Stay here, take an inhalation. Exhale, top hand down, downward facing dog. From down dog, inhale, shift the weight forward to a high plank position. This time, knees down, chest forward, lower to the floor with control. Inhale, raise the chest off the mat as you gaze down, Modified Cobra. Stay for the exhale, squeeze the elbows in if you can. Take an inhale here, Downward Facing Dog as you exhale. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to your nose, round the spine. Place the foot to the top of the mat. Lower the back knee, but keep the toes curled onto the mat of the back foot. Inhale, reach the arms towards the ceiling. Exhale to pause here. Bend your elbows and catch a hold of opposite elbows with your hands. With the elbow tips, press them into the palms so you're finding a bit of active tone and a bit more lift. And then really slowly start to lift the back knee off the mat so you're in a crescent lunge. Take an inhalation lift. Exhale, side bend to the right hand side. So It's just a continuation of the, the previous version. About two breaths. Inhale, come up to center. Exhale, left hand to the inside of the front foot, right arm to the ceiling. So again, same twist, it's just that the back knee is lifted. And if you need to lower the back knee, that's totally fine. Torso rotates, inner legs move inwards. Stay like this, take an inhalation. Exhale, top hand down, downward facing dog. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. (laughs) Exhale, bring the knee to your nose, round the spine, place foot top of the mat. So lower back knee, but keep the toes of the back foot on the mat. Inhale, extend the arms, low lunge. Exhale, just to kind of arrive here. Again, bend the elbows, catch a hold of opposite elbows, and rather than just making the shape, lift the elbow tips into the palms. Feel that, and then slowly lift the back knee so you're in Crescent Lunge, great. Inhale, reach upwards. Exhale, side bend to the left-hand side. Be a bit tricky with the balance. I find a, a steady gaze and a pretty steady breath can often with that inhale come back to center exhale right hand down left arm reaches so back to this variation of the twist as the torso moves to the side inner leg muscles inwards stay take an inhalation exhale top hand down downward facing dog nice work everyone inhale shift the weight forward plank position Knees down, chest forward, lower to the floor. Modified Chaturanga. Inhale, raise the chest, modified Cobra. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Settle in, about two or three breaths. After your exhalation, bend the knees. Look forward, either walk step or a light hop to the top of the mat once there place the hands to the shins inhale lengthen halfway high enough that the spinal muscles engage exhale to forward fold and soften the head downwards to standing inhale reach the arms all the way upwards and look up exhale bring the arms alongside the body take a breath and start to kind of flesh this out a little bit more now so from here Inhale, raise the arms towards the ceiling. Exhale to forward fold all the way over the legs. Bent knees is fine. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Draw the chest to the top of the mat. Exhale, forward fold and relax downwards. Inhale, back to standing, reaching the arms up overhead. Exhale, the arms back alongside the body. Couple of different versions of Sun A. Inhale, reach the arms upwards. Exhale to forward bend, back over the legs. Inhale to lengthen halfway, shoulders back. Exhale, step to plank position and pause there. Inhale in plank, push the mat away from you if you can. Knees down to the floor, modified cobra. Inhale, raise the chest, draw the shoulder blades together. Downward facing dog as you exhale. About three to four cycles of breath just to settle in. As you get there, begin to use the reach of your arms to extenuate the length in your spine. That might give your sitting bones a bit of permission to lift a little towards the ceiling. After your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, walk step or a little hop, top of the mat. Inhale, lengthen halfway, great Beth. Exhale, refold. To standing, inhale, reach the arms towards the ceiling and look upwards. Exhale, arms alongside the body, another variation. Inhale, reach the arms. Exhale to forward bend. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, find plank position, pause. Inhale in plank, broaden the shoulders. Exhale, lower all the way to the floor. Bring your arms straight out in front of you for locust. On an inhale, lift the arms, chest, legs off the mat. So this is locust with arm overhead. Exhale, downward facing dog, eventually pushing back. And again, you've got about three or four cycles of breath here. It's really just to settle in, maintain a fairly even tempoed breath and feel the the experience of the whole body. After your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward and travel lightly to the top of the mat. Inhale to lengthen halfway, pull up on the heels. Exhale to forward fold and relax the neck. Inhale, reach the arms towards ceiling up overhead. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Final variation. Inhale, reach the arms upwards. Exhale to forward fold back over the legs. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, find high plank position and pause. Inhale in plank, strengthening the upper body. Exhale through chaturanga, either with the knees up or down. Inhale, find a backbend of your choice. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Settle in, calibrate the tempo of your breathing, and just feel the body, feel the experience. After your exhalation, bend knees. Look forward, travel lightly to the top of the mat. Have the feet about hip width, if that's okay. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale to forward fold. This time, inhale chair pose. Bum down, reach the torso and the arms upwards. Imagine you have a block in between the legs, so your inner thighs are energetically moving inwards. If it's okay for the shoulders, bring the arms maybe a little further behind the ears. If you experience a pinching sensation, then I would totally ease off. Take another breath here. And then stay, take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold over the legs. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, step to high plank position and pause. Inhale in plank, push the mat away from you. Exhale, lower halfway, chaturanga. Inhale, lift into a backbend, thighs engaged. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to your nose, round the spine and pause there. Inhale, lift the knee higher to the chest. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat. Tricks some of you. Inhale, reach the arms up for high lunge exhale ground into the front thigh but keep reaching arms inhale in this position exhale hands to the mat plank pose pause inhale in plank as a preparation exhale lower halfway chaturanga either with knees up or down inhale forward and up is a back bend downward facing dog as you exhale great control Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to your nose, leave it there. Inhale, lift the knee maybe a little higher to chest. Exhale, foot place top of mat, high lunge. Inhale, the arms reach overhead. Stay for the exhalation, ground into the thighs. Inhale, reach the ring fingers up to the ceiling. Exhale, the hands down, find plank position pause. Inhale in plank, exhale via chaturanga, resist rushing. Inhale to raise upwards and then downward facing. So you know that you have options when we connect via vinyasa. You can also totally skip them and come straight to down dog if that's just what you need. You make this practice your own. Take a few moments, this is a kind of a variation of Surya namaskar B and with some quick movements that can often elevate the heart rate. So just a moment to, to recalibrate, come back to it. After your exhalation, bend the knees. Look forward, travel lightly, top of the match. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale to refold. Chair pose, inhale, sitting bones down, reach the arms upwards, exhale, stand up straight. Great, so we're gonna start to flesh this out even more. Bring the feet together here, still at the top of your mat. And then as you inhale, find chair. Let the inner leg muscles connect and squeeze inwards if you can. From here, sit the bum down deeper, hands at your heart. Inhale, lean the chest forward. So you lengthen from the base. Exhale, rotate to the right left elbow to the outside of the right knee. Gaze where feels comfortable for the neck. Lift the belly up and use that perhaps new space to maybe deepen the rotation. That's optional though. Inhale back to chair pose, reach the arms overhead. Stay for your exhalation, feel the legs. Inhale here. Forward fold as you exhale, nice work. Inhale, lengthen halfway, spine is long. Refold as you exhale, head is soft. Back to chair pose, inhale, reach the arms. After a cycle of breath, same thing, other side. First, sit down, hands at center. Inhale, lean just a touch forward if you can. Exhale, rotate towards the left. So right elbow outside of left knee, pajva utkatasana or revolved chair. Belly lifts. Fantastic. Inhale back to chair pose. Stay for your exhalation. Feel the legs. Inhale here. Exhale to forward fold. Well done. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale step or float mindfully through chaturanga or skip that in favor of down dog Or maybe a different backbend if that's what you need many many options Fantastic Inhale raise the right leg behind you Exhale bring the knee to your nose round and pause there inhale lift the knee maybe a little higher Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat. High lunge. Inhale, reach the arms upwards. Exhale, bring your hands to your waist. Bend the back knee a bit, and then use your thumbs to draw the tailbone down to the mat as the hip points lift up to your navel. So what you feel on the top of the back uh, thigh, it's just more toned and interesting. Keep that, reach the arms overhead. And then from there, interlace the fingers, start to bend your elbows. You can either rest the head between the arms or maybe the thumbs come towards the neck. Draw the arm bones in towards each other, lift the elbow tips upwards. You can stay here or introduce a back bend, lifting up and then slightly back. Really nice. So the aim here if you're in a back bend is to distribute these sensations on the whole of the spine in an even way. So if it's very focused around the lower spine, negotiate how you can evenly distribute so it's a bit more complete, bit more full. Great. Those in the back bend, inhale, come a little forward. Exhale the hands down. Find plank position. Pause. Take an inhale in plank exhale lower to the floor with control elbows in nice and steady fab so grab your block or locate your block and then you're going to hold the block on the lowest setting running kind of the um the width of the mat and then start to reach your arms out in front of you so just to begin with Have the forehead down, just rest the body. Just give you a moment to find your block. Yeah, fantastic. So your gaze is gonna be down the whole time for this. So when you're ready, start to lift the arms off the mat, head can lift, chest is up, maybe the legs are lifting. So this is a, a variation of locus with arms overhead, but you've also got a block. So a bit more of a challenge here. To challenge yourself more, see if you can work the arms higher than the ears. How's your breath? You can see why having a heavy textbook might make this a little bit more challenging. Together take an inhalation. Exhale, come all the way down, pause. Great work. Shake the hips if you need, maybe a brief sigh out through the mouth. You can pop the block to one side and then over the course of the next two breaths, come to downward facing dog. From Downward Facing Dog, inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose, round the spine, but pause there. Inhale, lift the knee high to the chest if you can. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat. Nice work. High lunge, same thing. Inhale, extend the arms. Exhale, hands to the waist. Bend the back knee a bit, and then you can quite literally Get your thumbs on the back rim of your pelvis and draw it down. The hip points will lift up with that action. So keep that if you can re-extend the arms, then interlace the fingers, bend the elbows, and you choose what you do with the head, but let the arms move inwards, elbow tips upwards. So there's more of an extension. If you're back bending, lift up and out rather than down. And again, feel. Don't, if you can, try to avoid kind of the pursuit of depth when you lose the integrity in the, in the structure of the body and possibly the way in which you're breathing. Be a mindful, compassionate practitioner. Got another breath thereabouts. Those backbending, inhale, come forward a little bit. Exhale the hands down together, find downward facing dog. Downward facing dog, great. If you want to connect via a vinyasa, it's, it's totally optional, but you know, we're, we're in down dog. Great. After the exhale, bend knees, look forward, travel lightly, top of the mat. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale to forward bend. Inhale, chair, bum down, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, stand up straight. Nice work. So we're going to kind of continue the same way. But again, we're going to build even more from here. So top of the mat, feet together. Inhale, back to chair, Utkatasana position. Legs active, torso reaching. From here, sit down a little deeper, hands return to center. Inhale, lean the chest forward a bit. Exhale, hook the left elbow to the outside of the right knee just for a breath. Together, gaze down. You're gonna keep the elbow to the knee as we transition here. Place your weight into the right foot and bend the left heel to the left sitting bone. Take a moment to feel what it feels like to balance on your right leg and then really slowly start to straighten the left leg all the way behind you before landing on the toes. So hopefully, yeah, you've landed in a revolve lunge. I know it's tricky and falling does happen. This is my better side, the other side, absolute nightmare. So lift the belly up, rotate the torso to the side. You have a breath. And then as you inhale, warrior two come up with the arms drop the back foot onto the mat and then as you exhale land into vera two once there inhale straighten the front leg exhale re-bend the front knee bring the arms out to the side cross the left arm over the right opposite shoulders or take eagle it's a full bind it's your call In both variations, broaden the shoulders on the back. If you're in a full bind, you might consider lifting the elbow tips, maybe a little upwards, if that's feeling spacious in the body. Roughly a breath to feel that. Warrior two, separate the arms wide. Flip the front palm, take an inhalation. Exhale, reverse warrior without taking a half bind. Keep the lunge base, and with the top right hand, create a fist. Bend the top right elbow and let the right fist rest near the neck region. And then use the weight of the head against the arm to pry open more of the right hand side of your waist. The final element here is to hover the left hand off the left leg just a few inches. Inhale warrior two, exhale ground into the front thigh. Inhale warrior two, exhale hands to the mat, lower the back knee and foot. Shuffle the right foot to the edge of the mat and find lizard lunge. So offer a couple of different variations just depending where you might like to take this. So this is one and it's perfectly reasonable. If a little more space develops, you could bend the back knee, catch a hold of the back foot with the right hand. If you're like, oh, went for a run this morning, my quads are like, nah, not going any further, you are there, own it. If you want to deepen a little more, rather than rotating the torso to the right, start to draw the chest forward, pull the foot into the bum, and then start to dip down. And I guarantee your quadriceps will tell you what's happening. Usually facial expressions give this away. How's your breathing? Those of you who have the foot without slingshotting, gently release and then downward facing dog when you're ready. In my body, I generally need to shake my leg after that. If you're the same, yeah, I can see some legs in the air. Totally go for it. So from downward facing dog, either simultaneously or one after the other, come to your forearms for dolphin pose. When you come to dolphin pose, bring your awareness to your armpits and allow them to draw in towards each other like they're facing each other. What that does is creates a bit of an externally rotated action around the shoulders. And this is really, really useful. About another three or so breaths here. And then either one after the other or simultaneously back to downward facing dog. Great, Ron. Take a breath or two here. Then after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, travel lightly top of the mat. Feet together if you can. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale to refold over the legs. Find chair pose once more, bum down, arms up, energize the legs, take a moment. And then as before, sit just a little deeper, hands at center. Inhale, lean the chest just a bit, you'll rotate to the left, right elbow to the outside of the left knee. So just here for a moment, just mostly transitionary. So together, gaze down, keep the elbow on the knee as we transition place the weight into the left foot bend the right knee bring the heel to your bum so you're now balancing on your left foot take a moment and then really really slowly start to extend the right leg all the way behind you until you land on the toes if it's a crash landing it's a crash landing but you know where we are so Find the space, lift the belly up, rotate the torso to the side. Your left outer hip, it's pretty firm here. On an inhale, warrior two. Sweep up with the arms. Exhale, you'll land here. Really nice. Inhale, straighten in the front leg just for a bit of respite. And then exhale, bend the front knee. So pause, warrior two. Bring the arms a little forward, and on this side, it's the right over the left. Opposite shoulders, or wrap, and take a full Garudasana, or eagle bind. Both variations will see the shoulders broaden. Enjoy that action. Maybe the arms move a little upwards if you're in a full bind. Great. So again, many positions this afternoon that feature, to some degree, the arms moving up overhead separate the arms back to warrior two flip the front palm take an inhalation exhale reverse warrior without taking the half bind keep the lunge based make a fist with your left hand bend the left elbow so the left fist kind of nestles around the neck and there's such a nice variation use the weight of the head to lean back and pry open the whole left hand side of your body it's such a nice variation to kind of leverage off something that's weighty in this case your head to to further create some elongation Back hand could hover an inch beautiful everyone inhale warrior two stay for the exhalation ground into the front thigh Inhale here, exhale the hands down, lower the back knee and foot. So shuffle the left foot off to the edge of the mat, it's gonna be probably a bit more spacious for the top of the hip. And then you can stay in a lizard lunge, it's pretty nice, but there are other options. Those options might be bend the back knee, doing that might be enough for you. Left hand could catch the back foot, again, I know in my body, I'm already getting feedback. So this is maybe where you stay. The final option is to rather than rotate the chest to the left is actually to bring the chest forward and dip down as you drag the foot into the bum. It is saying hello to your quads in that variation I find. Final moment. If you have the foot without slingshotting, gently release. Downward facing dog when you're ready. If you've got a breath or two, again, shake the leg if that's what is needed. Totally go for it. it can be nice just to soften around that residual sensation. So in a moment, we're gonna come back to dolphin in a moment. If you came down with alternate forearms, if you can lead with the other one to last time. So, when you're ready, you're back in dolphins. We're going to give you some options here. So, together, you're wrapping the armpits inwards to feel what happens on the upper back. You either stay there or you can walk the feet more towards the elbows and maybe do alternate leg raises. If you're feeling a little more ambitious and you want to use some wall space for this, you can also maybe swing and hop into a possible forearm stand pincher mayarasana. If you are feeling playful on your uh, Sunday afternoon. Great, Martha. Great, Anne. And then from here, come to an all fours position. If you can resist it, try not to come to child's pose. It's not the end of the world, but it's not quite ready to move the spine in that direction just yet. Just come back to all fours. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I spend time on my forearms in a position like dolphin or something else, it's tough. It, It elevates the heart. It's a challenging place for the body. So just use the next moment just to kind of digest, feel what you feel. Great, come to seat, swing the legs around, come to the top of your mat, have the knees bent, feet hip width, and then come to lay down onto your back. Onto your back. Over the course of the next kind of three breaths, enjoy laying down on your back. Probably, I'm gonna assume it feels pretty good. This sequence and this concept of exploring arm overhead position really culminates in in backbends and, and particularly backbends wheel predominantly. And there are lots of other things that come from this, but I'm going to do three backbends in succession. Before you come up, I, I mentioned this already, but really the aim is not so much about range and depth, though it's great to have that as a consideration, but. Really to find an equality of sensation along the whole of the spine rather than just the lower spine and to be a a mindful practitioner to adjust and and to do what is needed to, to, to achieve this. So first bridge pose. So the knees are bent, feet onto the mat and then on an inhalation raise the hips towards the ceiling for bridge. Some of you might like to interlace the fingers, draw them down, roll the shoulders under. That's a position of the arms we haven't done really at all. So that could feel nice just to bring a bit more of a rounded element, a bit more diversity into what the the shoulders do. Stamp the feet down and bridge. Inner legs active. Thighs grounded. Hips lifting. Couple of final moments. Then, when you're ready come all the way down feeling each portion of your spine come back onto the mat great take one or two breaths and if you felt actually yeah i'm I'm pretty happy just doing maybe two maybe three bridges i feel like this is manageable then you know what you've got to do you're you're where you're supposed to be if you're maybe exploring something else first wheel and then i'll offer some other things so if you're a little bit newer to wheel and maybe you're curious with some guidance then you can come with me. If wheel is somewhat kind of in your repertoire, you're welcome to go ahead. So if you're coming to wheel, the the hands come behind you, but the fingers are gonna be facing your shoulders. And then if you're a little constricted in the upper back, you might actually widen the hands out a little bit. It tends to give most bodies a bit more space. You might start with lifting the hips up and then rolling onto the top of the crown of the head. If you're like, whoa, Nelly, I'm here, a couple of breaths, and I'm, I'm just gonna stay here. Then, then you're here. If a bit more space evolves, you might power through the arms and start to lift all the way up into Urdhva Dhanurasana. And remember, equal sensation. So if it's all in the lower spine, maybe you lift the heels, maybe you come down a bit. A couple of different ways in which you can explore. Those of you in wheel, tuck the chin before coming all the way down. And take a moment to, just, yeah, settle in. Just feel the after effects of, of, of coming up into a second backbend. So again, how was it for you? Biofeedback, listen to the emotional response. Feel it. Final backbend. So it's totally your choice how you approach this. I'm going to offer one extra thing for those of you in wheel if you're uh, perhaps wanting to explore that. So when you're ready, take your time. There's definitely no rush to come up. Once you're up, take a moment to negotiate and inquire, am I distributing the stress and the load evenly? Those in wheel, maybe one-legged wheel. How I approach that is this. Shuffle the right foot into the center of the mat so you have a tripod with the foot and both hands. And then bend the left knee in towards your chest and maybe raise the left leg towards the ceiling. Great, Ruth. You would, of course, do the other side. Beautiful, Ruth. That looks really nice. (laughs) Being mindful of your descent. Come down slowly. Feel the spine. Control the movement. Be conscious. Great control, Martha. And then again, a few moments on your back. If you're anything like me, one of your favorite things about these type of backbends is the moment straight after. It's virtually impossible not to be wrapped up into the experience that follows from moving the spine in that direction, especially in succession. Take a moment, feel, register, and digest it. Then bend the knees towards your chest, wrap the hands around, give yourself a hug. Maybe a left and right rock along base of spine, maybe the forehead towards the knees to almost kind of coil inwards if you wish. Nice gopreet, and a nice rock is always good as well. Great. And then now rock up to a seated position. Brief forward fold, and we'll come from here. So shuffle your feet slightly more to the edges of your mat, shins a bit more parallel with the top of the mat. You can sit on something to do this as well. Fingertips out in front. Inhale, begin to lengthen the pubis towards your sternum, so you're broadening, and as you exhale, as far forward you'd like to walk down, it's your choice. Try to maintain a sense of length in the spine. So the sitting bones are fairly grounded and the chest is moving forward. So not not necessarily just downwards. You can stay upright as well if that's adding more value to, to what you need. Allow your breath to have qualities of depth. Or spaciousness. And maybe you use your exhalation to soften around the edges a little. Staying in the same shape. Bring your awareness to the outer blades of the feet. And press them down into the mat. What this does is it allows the stuff that's being lengthened outer hips, to have a bit of active tone. So there's like a support cushioning for the stuff that's being lengthened. And this is a really, really healthy way to practice. Especially if you spend a lot of time on the mat. And then when you're ready, slowly come all the way up to center. Left hand, right knee, right fingertips behind you. And begin to rotate the torso to the right. Have lightness on the back hand if you can. So you're using your hands now to leverage the torso to the right. And this is fine. But for the final element, staying in the same shape, hover the hands off the knee and the floor just an inch. And then you'll feel, yeah, that's what's working to create that rotational action. Feel it for contrast. then slowly come back to center great extend the legs lean back shake out and then opposite shin on top if you can remember i mean you'll feel if you do the same one so opposite shin out we'll do the same thing shuffle the feet shins a bit more parallel fingertips out in front of you inhale lengthen lift a bit of broadening you can stay high it's uh, no worries or you can walk forwards Maybe relax the head down. Yeah, perfect. So the seat is anchored. The spine is forward in flexion. Your breath has a depth to it which is supporting you in the sensation. There is an equilibrium of sensation in, in body and in breath and spirit. Staying in the same shape, press the outer blades of the feet down into the mat. Feel the contrast of what you feel with a little more active engagement. Slowly, mindfully, come all the way back up. Great. Right hand, left knee, left fingertips behind you. Inhale, lift a little, exhale, allow the torso and spine to rotate a little to the left. And then staying in the same shape, hover the hands off the knee and the mat just a few inches to Just be curious about the contrast of of what this feels like. And then inhale, come to center. Hands on the knees, close your eyes, couple of moments in sit. So you're welcome to stay here for the remaining minutes of practice or come to lay onto your back for Shavasana. It's your choice. So when you just decide And settle into where you are to close practice. So a moment to be into your body, to feel the feeling of being in your own body this afternoon and enjoying the aftertaste of of practice and sitting or, or laying with it. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. If that pattern of breath feels good, feel free to continue this for a few rounds. And then whether you're seated or laying down, it's a moment to be aware of your surrounds. Be aware of any physical sensations in the body. Those of you who are laying down, when you're ready, allow some gentle, mindful movement to make its way into the body. Eventually allow that movement to draw the knees to your chest, to roll onto any side of preference for a breath or two. Before continuing into the hands, come to sit up any seated or kneeling position of your liking. And when you find that space, allow your palms to connect, thumbs gently resting on the sternum. From the base of your spine, enjoy a slight lift upwards and enjoy these last couple of moments of practice and of our time together this afternoon. Great to see you all this afternoon. Namaste. Thanks for practicing. If you enjoyed it, then don't forget to leave a review wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. For further information, practices, and more, check out my website, mattmolkeyoga.com. See you next time.